Ever heard the expression, someone sitting on a gold mine and not realizing it? Well, that someone could be Microsoft and the gold mine could well be the Indian gaming market. I know what you're thinking. So let's put this in perspective. Hi, I'm Ishaq and this is the Ixi Gaming Podcast. Although NextGen is right around the corner, we are, at least as of recording this, still unaware of some very crucial information about the new consoles from Sony and Microsoft. There is a lot of mystery surrounding both companies' new machines, to say the least, in terms of SKUs, price, and launch date. But what isn't a mystery is the radically different directions in which both companies approach these new machines. And as a result, the general consensus is that Sony will probably see more sales as they are staying true to tradition and promise to offer proper next-generation experiences. But Microsoft may not find themselves in such a bad position after all, as they are now inclined towards getting as many members added to their subscription service in order to vitalize their far more predictable subscription-based revenue stream. And with this approach, Microsoft may have a free market that they probably are not aware of or have not taken seriously yet. And that market is none other than the always interesting Indian market. Microsoft's new business model may well be the key to unlock the full potential of gaming as a mass market product in our nation. Let's take a look at how this is possible and why now, out of all these years, is this going to pick up steam. To understand this better, we need to take a look back at the history of video games in India. Gaming has always been looked upon in different ways by different demographics, but none in a very positive light. There has always been the stigma that video games carry, which does not bode well with the typical Indian parent until recent times. So despite various other bonding businesses flourishing in India, gaming has always taken a backseat from the mass market until very recently. Even today, gaming is not huge business by any means when compared to other global markets, despite the huge population and its impressive share of tech-savvy demographic. But that may all change if one company commits to India and treats it like a key market. So far, the video games market was pinned down by two very legitimate barriers. One from the customer's end, which involved the aforementioned stigma, and the other from the market itself in the form of cost of entry, as games and consoles typically cost more than most mainstream markets, and this stood as a huge barrier for the usually frugal Indian consumer. But now, thanks to various factors, things are changing from both ends. Let's start by taking a look at the state of the average consumer and his outlook on games in today's conditions. Thanks to mobile platforms, games have become a more socially acceptable activity over the past decade. With the rising popularity of games like PUBG, video games are now synonymous with most Indian households. And this has resulted in various new demographics adopting games as one of their hobbies or pastimes. This was unseen in India before, and if someone would have told me that my aunt would be spending a couple of hours on games every day 10 years ago, I would have just laughed it off. Granted, most of it, if not all, could be credited to the fact that these games are free. But the fact is that gaming is now seeping into the cultures of many households. Talking about games with your family is not an uncomfortable thing to do anymore. So mobile games, as despised as they are by the hardcore gaming community, have contributed towards the rise of video games as a medium in India. 
On the PC and console side of things, it is a slightly different story. These platforms and their games are still out of reach for the vast majority of population and while the number of console and PC gamers have been on the rise, the cost of adoption into these platforms have always been a formidable barrier. The high cost of a gaming PC or a console and the cost of games is something that does not make it into the budgeting of a typical upper middle class Indian family. As such, gaming has been remaining in the confined space of enthusiasts and the privileged. All that said, things have been changing, slowly but surely. Thanks to the generation that grew up playing on the NES and the PS1, now making a living on their own, there is a whole new demographic that is open to spending a reasonable sum for their games. India has been evolving into a nation that comprises of a huge population of tech-savvy individuals who have a global outlook in terms of their careers and lifestyle. And this average consumer is now open towards spending on areas of his interest than ever before. As a result, there has been a steady rise in gaming-related activities across the country like game streaming in platforms like YouTube and Twitch, gaming tournaments, and an increasing interest among consumers in gaming-related merchandise. Then there's a role that gaming companies play. Companies like XA Gaming have helped provide dream jobs for individuals that grew up playing video games. While the key focus of such companies may be to provide QA services or development support for creators around the world, they do go a long way in showcasing that there is a serious career to be had in gaming in India, thus helping video games garner more interest and a level of respect within families and the community in general. So what we can gather from all of this is that things have changed here in India. Video games are far more recognized and socially embraced than ever before and the barriers from the user end is all but gone. There is a whole group of demographics that is open to explore video games. In short, India is beaming with potential. What remains is the barrier that the market poses, which is the cost of adoption. And what do you know? We have one of the biggest corporations on the planet set out to break that barrier. Microsoft, who's been in the gaming business for just under two decades with their Xbox platform, is now trying to shake things up in the industry at an unprecedented level. Known for standing shoulder to shoulder with fellow giants Sony and Nintendo, Microsoft has been a significant player in the industry since the release of the original Xbox. Now, with a new lineup of consoles on the horizon, the company is looking to take an unconventional route and focus on accumulating a massive user base across its Xbox family of consoles and PC over console unit sales. Enter Game Pass. Microsoft's monthly subscription service that offers tremendous value in the form of over 100 games for a nominal monthly fee. Microsoft launched Game Pass back in 2017, but the company is looking to make the subscription service its primary business model for gaming. There is no doubting the company's commitment to this business model as it has been pushing Game Pass very aggressively. So much so that it hasn't shied away from breaking a few industry conventions. The company effectively blurred the line between console generations and is committed to releasing new games on both new and older consoles, all in the light of accommodating Game Pass. From an Indian consumer's point of view, Game Pass is exactly what we need. A service that accommodates the engagement of great games without putting a dent in the wallet. With India's current stance on games and the wide selection of demographics open to be sold for, Game Pass could not have come into existence at a better time. That said, 
there is still a cost of adoption involved in the way of an Xbox console or a PC to play those games. That is, unless Microsoft uses its cloud gaming service xCloud to counter that issue. Project xCloud, in short, does what Stadia set out to do, only does it much better than Stadia. The streaming service lets you stream Xbox games to your Android phone or tablet with the help of a high-speed internet connection. xCloud has been in the preview program for a while now and has had a largely favorable response. The full retail release of xCloud is due in September and based on how the retail release is structured and how it performs, this streaming service may just be the wildcard that might propel Microsoft's Game Pass user base. If the retail version of xCloud lets the users play games from their Game Pass accounts without the mandate of an Xbox or a PC, Microsoft suddenly expands their market potential from the 200 million console and PC owners around the world to 2.5 billion users worldwide that play games on their phones. And Microsoft has officially announced that xCloud will be part of their top tier subscription plan, Game Pass Ultimate. For a market like India, with more users interested in games than ever before, this is exactly what is needed to realize the full potential. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. There are a few steps that Microsoft needs to take in order for this to take form. Number one, take India very seriously. What I mean by this is do not go by history. India's never been huge on mainstream gaming, but that was under different circumstances. Listen to this podcast from the top to understand what India is today. India may not have worked out before, but that was a different business model, and those data points do not apply for the current strategy. Number two, market the bejesus out of your brand. Whether it's Game Pass, xCloud, or Xbox, make sure the brand is heard of. Invest heavily in marketing in India like you would in the US. Number three, and this is very important, keep the prices intact. Game Pass Ultimate currently sells for rupees 999 per month, with the first month being just 50 rupees. This is far cheaper than the $14.99 in the US. Indian consumers have enjoyed subscription services like Netflix and Amazon Prime at a far lower price compared to many other countries. So that would be the expectation out of Game Pass 2. If xCloud bundled with Game Pass Ultimate does not mandate a console, the 999 rupees price point is perfectly set to hit mass adoption, provided steps 1 and 2 are followed. If the retail xCloud does mandate a console, however, here is step number 4. Make the consoles accessible. Make plans like Xbox All Access available in India so consumers can get their consoles at monthly installments and make these plans part of your primary marketing focus so that the consoles get in as many hands as possible. So those are my takes on what Microsoft should be doing if they are in the game to unlock the full potential of the Indian gaming market. If they do all the above, there is a high chance of success for the company in India. Microsoft may as well be credited for the gaming boom in India, phasing out mobile games like PUBG. But will the company do all these things? Does Microsoft realize its potential in India with Game Pass or are they already aware of it and prepared? Chances are, they are too focused on marketing Game Pass to PlayStation adopters to even glance at India. I mean, who knows? All I can say is that there is a chance that this could all fizzle out if the company is too busy to even look this way. But there is also a chance that this could end up something comparable to what uh, Reliance did to mobile phones in India back in the day. 
That company was responsible for making mobile phones a mass market product in India. Microsoft could just end up doing that for gaming with its Game Pass and xCloud service. All we can do is just wait and see what happens. So what do you think about Microsoft's Game Pass? Do you think the company has a real shot with its subscription service? Or do you prefer Sony and their blockbuster PlayStation titles instead? Let's discuss these and more in podcasts to come. Until then, I'm Ashak and this is the XE Gaming Podcast. Take care, stay safe and keep gaming.